the, the LSC music and shit. Yeah, the super gay zone. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Of Class Tax Radio, the podcast where a bunch of nerds get together and talk about whatever we find interesting. I'm Mark, and always with me are Jim and Bears. Hmm. Yes. Did uh, you think that changed? Did, did we trick you? You didn't like that, did you? Yeah, yeah bamboozled me. <laughs> Big bamboozle, Lurks. You can only get it on you so so many times. We gotta get it when we can. I'm not even I'm not gonna know who's talking now. <laughs> neither will the audience. It's part of the fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who's who? I do think that, like, as a podcast, as a group of guys, including Tarot, even, that, like, we all have fairly distinctive voices. Yeah, definitely. Like, there's some podcasts I've listened to where, like, you're listening to it, and you're like, I can't even tell who the hell is talking right now. These All three of these guys sound exactly the same. Well, I, I know... Here's the theory. They're all the same, and that fits in perfectly with what we're talking about today. What, that we're all the same people? No, conspiracy theories. Was the, What? What? What are those? The, the, what did the, you the, say? Did you say conspiracy people? What did you say? I didn't say anything. <laughs> what was his response? <laughs> he said that we're all the same. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we're all conspiracy people. <laughs> conspiracy people. But, you know, it is kind of crazy to think about that. Like, if he wanted to, like, Seth MacFarlane could record a f- podcast where he, you could have essentially, like, 50 different people in that podcast and it would just be him sitting in a room recording by himself yeah. like an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every... say that's literally not every episode of Family Guy. <laughs> I mean, I think most of it has to be. Oh, yeah. I feel like he voices, what, 90% of the people in that show? There's a couple not of guys. 90, but... There's a couple of guys in the voice acting world like that. Like him, like Tom Kenny. Yeah, Tom Kenny does play quite a few people. Every podcast ever is just Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> that's the theory today. We are the only podcast that's not Seth MacFarlane, as far as you yeah, know. as far as you know. Bum, bum, bum. Well, that's as far as we know, but as far as you know, we also could just be Seth MacFarlane. We know we're real because we're us. That's what, oh but to, my god, you ruined the joke. That's what we you were saying. The that's what we joke. said. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> Is it, no, I thought you said that. I thought you said every other podcast but us was Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> yes, and then I said as far as you know. Oh, I, 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 I didn't even say that. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, here's a conspiracy just, for you. Jim is actually deaf. He just reads <laughs> lips. <laughs> uh, How? What did you just say? <laughs> I wasn't looking. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, today, conspiracies. Big conspiracy time. Mm-hmm. I have to say that like, in the 10 minutes research we did before recording this, um, <laughs> it was hard to find anything of substance that wasn't just like, you know, the moon's fake and the earth is flat and uh, the elites eat babies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like It was all just the yeah. most basic... I- white bitch bullshit you've ever heard in your life as far as conspiracy theories go. I feel like that's, I don't know, the majority of conspiracy theories, though, when you're looking at them and you're trying to find one that's like, I feel like in, for us at least, we're trying to almost find ones that are like, not like semi-believable, but kind of, you know what I mean? Like, because you don't want to just talk about, right, the earth is flat and chemicals in the water and all that bullshit. Making the frogs gay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, like, you read them and you're just like, these are crocs of shit like they're the most ridiculous things 
ever. Yeah, well, like, for example, the one the one little entry that I saw was, like, a lot of people believe that Apollo 9, or Apollo 17 was the last mission to the moon. But then the movie Apollo 18 came out where they went to the moon and fought aliens. So now people believe that that's what actually happened. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck are I you talking about? Some, some guy out there is like, this documentary is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're not showing us this till now. Why aren't they teaching these stuff in schools? I, I guess that, that ties in good because I feel like we should talk about like the basic bitch one, which is... Um, like aliens and alien abduction and stuff like that, and like um, how much of that truly is conspiracy? And I'm just gonna how say, much do you think I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist myself? Well, I believe in truly. I, I believe in a lot of stuff. Most of it not backed up by facts. <laughs> but, but, but a man's got to believe what he wants to believe. Yeah. I mean, if you. What's the point of going on if I can't believe <laughs> if I can't believe ridiculous theories? Coming from the mouth of an atheist, he says this. <laughs> well, you got to believe in something. So there's this yeah there's this conspiracy going around. Have you guys ever heard of this guy called Jesus? Most <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> shit I've ever heard. Word, word has it that he died and then came back to life. Craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> um, but no, like talking about aliens, here's a little bit of like actual conspiracy fact to to like give some credence to to our conversation. You ever heard of the Majestic Twelve? No, neither did I. Sounds like a movie. The yeah. Majestic Twelve is the code name of a supposed secret committee of twelve scientists, military leaders, and government officials formed under President Truman in 1947 under the the cause of recovering and investigating a downed alien spacecraft. Oh, so Roswell. The cover-up came to light in the 1980s when a UFO... <laughs> I was going to say UFOologist, but I, but the way it's spelled is y- ufologist. <laughs> An ufologist. I, I assume they want you to say ufologist, but it's... I'm not... I'm saying ufologist. Received a mysterious envelope that contained pictures of eight pages of documents that appeared to be briefing papers describing Operation Majestic 12. So yeah. I think the term UFO just has this big stigma. It's like as soon as you say UFO, people automatically 100% think aliens every time. Well, yeah, because that's whenever the government was like, yeah, we're going to be releasing stuff about UFOs, everybody was freaking, and they were like, oh my god, dude, it's going to be flying saucers and shit. It's like literally, it could be like weather balloons. I know that's like the standard or whatever, but it's yeah. literally just anything you don't know what it is flying. Like, it could be... We send shit up in the air all the time. It could literally be anything. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the weather balloon is the... So, what do you call a person who is the first person to rebuke, um, like, a conspiracy theory? Like, debunk a conspiracy theory, you mean? Rebuke? That's a a word. Rebuke, you mean? Or, I mean... If you want to go tit for tat on the pronunciation of this stupid word, like it's, Mark didn't even know it. <laughs> I don't think it's a word. He said reboot. <laughs> um, but anyways, like, what do you call the like the first person who like? What do you call someone that rebukes a, comp- a conspiracy thars? 
I don't think you call that person anything. I think you call that person someone with like rational thought, maybe. <laughs> I, well, I, I don't know. I guess like what what a conspiracy theorist might consider like a sheep. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, is there a different word for that? No, I don't think so. I feel like it's just non-conspiracy theorists or like people in science, maybe. Because <laughs> I feel like it's usually scientists that like debunk lots of theories. Because I, you know what I mean. I, I don't know. I mean, see, like all. I don't think there's a label. I say not all can like quote unquote conspiracy theories are just like batshit crazy. No, like a lot of them. A lot of conspiracy theories have turned out to be true. Um, and the term, I think, wasn't the term conspiracy theory made up by the CIA to like basically discredit anybody that would even start to ask questions I feel about like that in itself so, is a conspiracy theory. Well, so that's, I don't think so. That's the thing is like when we were doing research for this, like when I first started googling i was uh, typing in things like craziest conspiracy theories or yeah. funniest conspiracy theories but some at some point i was like this isn't what i should be searching i changed my searches to like wildest government cover-ups like things that mm. were true that mm. actually happened that like it's not a conspiracy theory it's just shit that the public doesn't know about that was covered up until it then became known you know what i mean like, that, I think, falls into the same line as conspiracy theories, and is equally as crazy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me, um, I know, uh, when we were, all, like, a bunch of us were on the Discord at one point, um, I can't remember what the files were, but the government dropped, because, like, after so many years, they have to, like, make it public knowledge, I think. Is that a thing? Well, that was a part of MK Ultra files, I think. Yeah, that's what like it was. Stuff that invo- involved MK Ultra and like transcendence and LSD yeah, and no, all that crazy shit. Yeah, I was literally we were talking about that. Yeah, and, and like the, the LS, the, the, the LS, music and shit. Yeah, the super gay zone. Yeah, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you just say to me the super gay zone? The I, super gay zone. Yeah, that's like um. What are you? Dude, I'm talking I, about the super gay zone. I'm almost 100% positive that that's something. Uh, super gay zone. It sounds like some, I look up super a, gay zone, and the first thing that comes up is Dutch Vanderlyn saying, and go to the mega gay zone. Oh, is it mega gay zone? That's a meme. It sounds like something that, like, a televangelist preacher would, <laughs> would call, like, Miami. <laughs> Joel Osteen. Yeah. Uh, okay. He was a good Christian boy until he went to the super gay zone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe I'm just retarded, but it was um, it was like uh, you know binaural binaural music. I've always pronounced that binaural, but yes, I do know what you're talking binaural, about binaural binaural whatever. So I listen to that some, like sometimes if like um, yeah, like shit like that. Just like it's like frequencies. It's like frequencies that when you hear them, it activates different parts of your brain and how your brain reacts and like thought and stuff like that. And like that's true. That's just like sound that reacts differently in your brain. I'm not going to go the science behind it just mostly because I don't know it. Um, but Source, I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was like posted in the Discord for a while and it was called the Mega Gay Zone and I'm sure that's... Obviously, that's not the real name of it, but it was like a 30-minute long span of basically binaural or binaural music that would, like, basically 
I don't know, heighten your senses or something. It was yeah, something weird. I remember listening to that stuff and it like it was creepy. It gave me a headache. It like it like like made okay, so my you, eyes like tense up. Oh, which so you, is okay, so you do weird. remember what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, no, no. I do remember what you're talking about. I don't know where you got mega gay zone from. Because that's what it was but... labeled in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and when God. you clicked on the video when you clicked on the link, it came up as the mega gay zone. No, no. I'm gonna go look now. I'm looking. But, I'm looking on the board. So, um, but yeah, the, the the those files that got released, there was like this whole article about like LSD and time travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was crazy. And that was I haven't heard about this. Yeah, was it the was it like going to the future or the past? I don't know if they said ever like specifically what. But basically, they they tripped all these people out on like LSD, mm-hmm. and was it sensory deprivation? I don't, I don't remember. I really, I think don't. it might have, I might have been. I can't remember specifically, but just lock them in a dark room or some shit. Yeah, like, but like they were just like tripping on LSD, and they, I think they're like, they said like focus on going here, like this time, this place, and it's not like they just like zipped into the past or in the future. It was like their consciousness. And, like, they've never been those places before. Like, they had no idea what, like, that place looked like. And, like, after they were done tripping, they would, like, come back and, like, say, like, like specific objects and people that were in that room that they've never been to. And, like, it was all true. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember like, vaguely, like, I flipped over the files for, like, a little bit, but... It was all such like a slog to read through, but it was it was really interesting at the time, and the the just the the tones and whatever like the music it was super super wild. Um, I actually do that. I've listened to binaural. I think it is binaural. I think you're right, Jim. I've listened to binaural music for like several years now. It's like I used to do it in school. Mm-hmm. Like if I had like if I had to type a big paper instead of just listening to like normal music because I would get distracted from the music and I start singing a longer tap with my fingers. I would just like put on binaural music. It's like focus or like stuff like that. And like it like when I started listening to it like five ten minutes in, I would just be cranking out papers. That's crazy. And I don't know. It's just because I I fight focus, but I'm not really good at focusing. That's weird that you would use it to like get you to study and stuff. Because anytime I ever listen to that shit, it just knocks me out. Like that's the reason I listen to it is to fall asleep. I don't know if I well that's have a- loved myself into doing <laughs> that, but well that's the thing. That's what I'm. That's what I was saying is that like there's there's ones for sleep. There's ones for like meditation and focus. <laughs> but like it was the it's the different tones, the different like audio tones and wavelengths that they use in that music. To activate the different parts of your brain. So like you'd be listening to a different different frequency to study than you would to sleep or whatever? Yeah. I gotcha. Which I um, think in itself is pretty crazy. That is crazy, but we were talking about MK Ultra for a minute and like MK Ultra is fucking nuts. Like this have you ever seen the movie American Ultra? N- no. It's um, Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart. And Jesse Eisenberg. Basically the if you, you would both love this movie. This is something that we should actually watch together sometime. But the basic plot of the movie is that Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart are just like a couple of 20-something um, stoner, like, going nowhere type of people. Like, he works at a convenience store in, like, a middle-of-nowhere town and shit. 
and like they're they're together and turns out that he's actually like an MK Ultra sleeper agent. Oh. And someone comes to his convenience store and says his trigger word and like activates him and he just like becomes like a super killer immediately. That's not, crazy. Not that he like is immediately on the hunt for somebody, but mm-hmm. like the government is trying to get to him and he becomes like a super fighter mm-hmm. immediately and it's like just it's a really good movie. I have a, yeah, I actually do know what you're talking about. That does look like a good movie. I've but, never seen it. Like the MK Ultra program was a real thing and like they would it was all about trying to mind control people and make like sleeper cells and stuff and they would use like LSD and drugs mm-hmm. and just all kinds of shit to try to essentially create mind control agents. And there's some of it too that was like uh for like interrogations too is what I'm reading is like it was used a lot for brainwashing and psychological torture to like get people to crack and everything like that which is super super freaky I watched a documentary it was about like this whole murder trial where like this girl said she was brainwashed by her like captive to murder somebody for him Mm. and it was like the whole thing was basically is it possible to actually brainwash someone into murdering somebody else like there's a random person off the street and they started with like a focus group um you know not a focus group but like a a group of like willing participants mm-hmm. and they would do all these tests and things um and eventually like they narrowed it down like they kept going the tests got more and more uh, rigorous and one of them was um, an ice bath, mm-hmm. right? So they would, like, put this person in a trance, and then they would lower them to an ice bath. And they're like, so what's... Like, the reason we're doing this is, like, basically weed out the fakers. So if you lower somebody into an ice bath, once the water gets to, like, your nipple line, it since it's, like, since it's, like, near your lungs, it triggers an automatic, like, gasp response because the water's so cold. Mm-hmm. And they're like, if anybody doesn't gasp, we know they're faking because they're trying to, like, push through it, basically. Mm -hmm. And it was just this um, girl that, like... It reminds me of the joke where it's like, do you want the milk pasteurized? And she's like, no, up to my tits is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Shitty Uh, old joke, but anyways. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it got to this one girl. Um, They brainwashed her, essentially. And... They like they were filming the entire thing, and they're like, "Okay, this is your target. Like, put her in the trance. Like, this is your target. You're gonna kill him when he walks out. Here's your gun, and everything." And I I don't think any of them knew that they were being filmed, and they just thought it was like an experiment. And the guy walked out. She pulled the gun, like five shots in the chest. Obviously, there were blanks, and he was wearing squibs, but basically just if. If it was a real gun, she would have just, like, murdered somebody from being brainwashed. Just some, That's it, crazy. This is just some, like, random chick off the streets? Yeah, like I said, it was just a group of willing participants to take place in the experiment. Damn. Yeah, That's pretty crazy. You guys know I was actually hypnotized? No. I did not know that. Yeah. It, I think I do know this, but I don't totally remember the stories. It was, um... It was, like, freshman week. My first, like my first time at Mercyhurst after high school and they they'd bring in speakers and everything and one of them was like a trained um, hypnotist 
And it was like a big assembly thing. Like all the freshman class was there. And they were just like, oh, any willing participants to like be hypnotized? And I was like one of like 20 or so people that went up there. And it started out like, it started out just like, he was just like, all right, hold your arm out as like as stiff as you can, like stiff as a board. And like, he just, he's like, close your eyes and just focus your arm being like a stone basically. And he'd go around and he like, he'd push on your arm. It's like harder, harder, harder. Or like, and then eventually like he'd start like weeding people out. It's like, okay, you can go back to your seat. You can go back to your seat. And I was like one of like 10 people left. And I don't, I can't, I honestly can't remember what he was having me do while I was up there besides like the arm thing. I do remember like when I snapped out of it, it was, he was like, so what I'm about to say is going to be the funniest thing you've ever heard. And then when I say it, you're going to start laughing hysterically. And he said it. And like, I just hear all this laughing and I, and I just like open my eyes. I'm just like looking around and like all these people are just <laughs> laughing hysterically sitting next to me with their eyes closed. And I'm just like sitting there on stage and I'm just like, and I just like, and like in, t- in front of like a thousand people in the audience and I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> so like, I-, I was just like, I don't think I should be up here anymore. So I just literally just got up and walked off the stage. <laughs> I mean like, I-, I-, I didn't know what else to do. It's like, I'm obviously not laughing, so I'm not hypnotized anymore. Right, right. But I was like, oh man, that was weird. And what's well, my thought is like, was the crowd laughing? Well, the crowd was laughing, but like the people on stage were like, like, like in tears, like Joker like, gas yeah. laughing. Like, uh, see, I was thinking that maybe whatever he said was like your snap out of it word or whatever. So like when no no when he when he said it, the audience thought it was funny because you snapped out of it and didn't know whatever the hell was happening to you in the meantime. Well, it may, maybe so, but like I just like got up, went back to my seat. And I was just like, I, obviously, like, I felt weird. Like, I just didn't feel normal. I felt, like, heavy. And I was like, oh, man, that was weird. And I was just sitting there, and um, one of my buddies that I talked to at that point, he was just like, he's like, do you think it really worked? I was like, I don't know, man. Like, that was weird. I don't remember doing half the stuff I did. And he was like, what? So if I want, like, if I snap my fingers in your face, something would happen? And he snapped his fingers in my face, and I just went... <laughs> and I and I just fucking slumped over, and then I woke up like two seconds later. And I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> and he was like, "Dude, like, he's like I just snapped my fingers in your face, and you just like clocked out." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then, and then the rest of the day, like that happened like midway through the day. The rest of the day, I felt like I had a. Like, I took, a, like, that 15-pound weighted blanket and just put it over my shoulders for the rest of the day. Like, I felt, like, heavy, and, like, I... It was weird. That's weird. That is super strange. What did he do to lead up to the hypno- hypnosis? What was he doing to you, I guess? Well, that's the thing. That's what I was saying, like, I guess... Besides the arm thing? Part of it... I think part of it was, like, mental willingness to partake in it. That's why he was doing, like, the arm tests... And stuff, and like I can't remember. Like, see, that's what I think. Like, I remember like doing what he was telling me to do, and then I remember like he's like, "I'll oh, focus on my voice," and like I remember stuff like that. But about like a couple minutes in, I couldn't remember anything until I woke up to people laughing around me. Yeah, that's really weird. That's super wild. So it wouldn't surprise me if someone was 
meant, I don't say, I guess it'd have to be mentally weak enough to get so hypnotized that you would murk someone for somebody else and not know it. Yeah. Especially while you're being essentially kind of tortured. Yeah, being yeah. a captive. Yeah, being a captive, yeah. I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a combination of weak-mindedness and Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, I was, those, just, I was literally just going like to say that. Those yeah. two together would probably get someone else to murder someone for you. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there has to be, like, in order to be hypnotized, I feel like there has to be some semblance of, like, you're willing to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, and yeah, and, like, that person's case, maybe not a willingness to be a part of it, but just yeah. being captured and... Right. It, it, I feel like that's almost like a... You're set up at that point to like, you know what I mean? Just be in a position where you can't, you honestly can't even help it. Yeah. Have you got, this is fairly on topic. Just, this conversation reminded me of it. Um, we're talking about like hypnotizing people and how they would use LSD to do that. Yeah. Have you ever seen the, the video where they took a, a squad of army guys and they were basically like, we're going to have you hold this position and it was it was a nonsense oh, position, yeah. but they give them each like a high dose of LSD yeah, before they that, do it. Wasn't that like British soldiers or something? I, I it think. was something like that. I think some, it was in Europe. Yeah, yeah. and they, they don't tell them that that's what happening. What's happening? And just watch as they kind of unravel in front of them. Some of them just start giggling and rolling around in the grass. Yeah. And others just start freaking out, like mm-hmm. having the worst time of their life. As I would have to imagine, I probably would as well. Being unknowingly LSD'd, yeah, I'm sure that would have some sort of effect on you. <laughs> in, in what you would assume is an active war zone at that point? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be kind of scary. So I saw this one um, conspiracy theory. You know how, like, everyone was, um, like, 2012, like, the end of the world, basically? Oh, is this the, the black hole one? Yeah. So in 2012... A group of scientists. I can't. Do you? Do you I, can, I can pull it up. Yeah. So a group of scientists made. I have it screenshotted. Made a uh, miniaturized black hole in a lab, and the theory is is that they couldn't contain it, and Earth was actually sucked into a black hole in 2012. So the world did end, but we're just. So it was a U- European organization for nuclear research called CERN, which uh, that acronym comes from the French name of, yeah. of whatever. Um, but they discovered the Higgs boson in 2012. Which is? The Higgs boson particle. Um, oh, gosh. Oh, is it the God particle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, like, what it does. Or We've talked about it on the on air before, I'm pretty sure, even. Yeah. Um, but uh, when they discovered the Higgs boson in 2012, they inadvertently created a black hole which Earth was sucked into. Um, the, the people who think that this is true think that the Earth ended in 2012, but because of the time dilation of a black hole, we just had not realized that it's happened yet. Oh, um, so they, they, didn't, they, they didn't purposely make a black hole. It just... Well, like, they when they discovered the Higgs boson, that's like a, that's like a particle accelerator thing, right? I'm pretty sure. So, like, the idea is that, like, when they used the particle accelerator to make the Higgs boson, that they actually made a black hole that sucked all of Earth into it, but... I don't know if you remember Interstellar at all. Like, yeah. black holes, because of their effect on gravity, they dilute time. So the idea is that Earth has already ended, but we're still living out the end of it in normal time because of right. the effects of the black hole. It, huh. And the, the other, like, I remember reading more about how, like, they also think that that organization, like, 
in in all what they're doing also we're like trying to potentially like summon some sort of a god <laughs> um, be- always summon a god oh yeah well the 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 acronym is the beginning of like some god of death like like cern the the god's name was like cernitus or something you know what i mean yeah sure that's interesting that's super weird and and so on that I, I couldn't find a lot about this, but I saw, like, a headline of it, and a lot of other, like, podcasts talked about it, I guess, but I wasn't going to go listen to a podcast to figure out what it was about. <laughs> but, like, so, like, sacrificing to, like, gods and, and shit like that is, like, a lot of people, I, get, I, I don't know if a lot, but it's a theory that, um, like, April is a month for like government sacrifice or something like government human sacrifices and like how like tragedies happen in April or something. It was like, I don't know. There's well, that makes sense. Cause I was born in April. <laughs> <laughs> Silburn. Uh, but what a tragedy. It, it was just some, something like that where they're like sacrificing to like ball or something. Just uh, super, super weird. Molog ball. Yeah. yeah that's immediately <laughs> what I thought. So, Something kind of related to that. If you guys heard, ever heard of the Bohemian Grove? No. It's what this article says. It's not one of the U.S. government's most well-hidden secrets, but it's one of the strangest. Um, it's a campsite in Northern California called Bohemian Grove that you can visit anytime you want, except in mid-July, when it plays host to a two-week <laughs> encampment of some of the world's biggest leaders. Oh. Mm. Um, there are theories as to what happens at Bohemian Grove. Stories range from cannibalism to sa- satanic rituals. Mm. Okay, so weird. So th- this is going to take a big loop, or not a big loop, but a big jump to a little bit something different. Have you guys ever heard of the child or the Franklin Child Prostitution Ring? Uh, like a Rothschild? No, not <laughs> kind of Rothschild. It's, it's, it's the Franklin Child prostitution ring um it is a it was a cover-up that shows how it lasted from the late 80s to the early 90s and allegedly involved multiple members of our government um including a nebraska fc branch manager lawrence king allegedly he transferred transported children of all ages across the country for secret parties where children would be molested beaten and even murdered um, when the ring was exposed, the witnesses were deemed not credible. But Lawrence King was given a prison sentence, prison term of four and a half years for embezzling funds. Wow. Mm. And then, so the reason I brought that up right now was because at one point, the Franklin prostitution ring was also connected to Bohemian Grove. Um, despite multiple investigations, no one ever truly found out what happened to the encampment. That's wild. That's to me, that, sound, wild. To me, that yeah. sounds like... The Jeffrey Epstein of the 80s. Yeah. Like, yeah. it really does. Have you guys ever seen... Um, a but there m- wasn't... A, sorry, but there just wasn't as much, like... Coverage on it? Or well, not even coverage, yeah. but just, like, the ability to record anything anywhere at any time. Right. That yeah. there was in the 80s and 90s. So, like, this guy, this that King guy, you know, didn't necessarily have to get strangled in jail. Or maybe mm-hmm. he did. I guess. I don't know. I say, have you guys seen a map, um, a side-by-side comparison of... Um, children kidnappings to the um, natural occurring cave system in the U.S. 
No, but I'm sure it that's, overlaps quite a bit. It, it's flareable. It's almost perfect. Like all that's like insane. the majority of the kidnappings happen like directly over like the naturally occurring cave systems in the US. So do you think they're using those caves to smuggle them children? I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that like why like as a criminal, why would you not <laughs> use that? Because I feel like it's or not a government like, organization. Or yeah, I guess so, but same difference. Yeah, same difference. <laughs> That's going to get me shot. Uh, but <laughs> me, the biggest influencer <laughs> ever. <laughs> well, what's all the the Illuminati, maybe not the Illuminati, but like the secret group or whatever you want to call them of like world leaders. It's like the shadow government. Yeah, the shadow whatever, government, yeah. like yeah. sacrificing babies and stuff like that. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Funny you well, should, this is, it's funny you should say that because... I can't see who the quote was from, but it says that they were quoting the, that Franklin child ring or whatever as, quote, a, a cult of devil worshippers involved in the mutilation, sacrifice, and cannibalism of numerous children. Jeez. Yeah. Jesus I don't know. Christ. But that's a, that my own personal, like, theory, I guess, is I, I do believe, I, I don't know, I believe it mostly for the meme, I guess, but, like, especially with, like, celebrities and stuff. Because, like, bro, look at Brad Pitt. Man's is 60. I do not know a 60-year-old man who looks like Brad Pitt. What about Tom like, Cruise? Damn, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's all of those motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> all of those people in Hollywood are, like, the, those elitists or whatever. Because even Tom Cruise, he's, like, in with Scientology, right? Yeah. That was, like, his whole huge thing. That was huge. L. Ron the, Hubbard. The, this whole thing, that whole thing was uh, described as a carefully crafted hoax. And the... One, uh, a 21-year-old Alicia Owen, one of the alleged victims, was charged with eight counts of perjury and served four and a half years in prison. Mm, that sounds like a... That sounds a little sus to yeah, me. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. That, I don't know about all like that. that. That all, like, lines up, I don't know. Too perfect. Too, too well to be like, <laughs> oh, well, this guy who allegedly, like... Uh, kidnapped children. Well, he did have like criminal history, and he was embezzling. So we might as well send him away. Like, come on. Like, I, I don't know. Like that just seems well, like a so little too perfect to be like. Wasn't wasn't Epstein also like a financial guy? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what he did too, right? Yeah. Jesus. They're like especially now in the in the light of what's happened since then. Like thinking back on that now, like there's. It, almost no way in my mind that that wasn't all true. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Wasn't there... There was a conspiracy <clears throat> theory... Yeah, he was a financer. Yeah. There was a conspiracy theory back in the day. I can't remember when. I think this happened around like the 70s or the 80s. I can't remember specifically. But there was a conspiracy theory that the government was releasing chemicals basically used to Detroit as like a testing ground for whatever chemicals they were releasing... And that turned out to be true. Well, there was also the Tuskegee syphilis study. Do you know what that is? It was a it officially called the Tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in the Negro male. Jeez. Um, and basically, it was conducted between uh, nineteen thirty-two and seventy-two. Jesus Christ! That oh my god! That the fact a, that that stretches so yeah. long and to be like so recent, even. Um, but they would. Basically, like, they would bring in um, people who were in, like, poor neighborhoods, mostly black neighborhoods, 
and like tell them that they were giving them like free vaccines, but they would actually inject them with syphilis and just see how shit went down. Oh my god! Holy fuck! Oh my. Yeah. Well, that's a, see and shit. That is that true? Like, yes. is that so? Okay, so I I don't feel like that's it's super unbelievable to be like, oh well, they planted drugs in these neighborhoods too, because like, like people don't believe that. People still don't believe that, and they're like. I like, thought that it, that was also if that was also like came out as true that they would like funnel crack and cocaine into I, I have, I have no idea. And stuff. It it could very much be, but like the fact that like I'm I'm a hundred percent sure there's people out there who don't believe that and be like, oh, the government would never do anything like that to their citizens. It's like what? <laughs> like, like, look at the on. evidence. Yeah, and yeah the, like the admission, like, right? The admissions to it. Yeah, I don't know. It's that's super weird. Yeah, and, like, all that stuff, like, it happened, what, like, 40, 30, 40 years like ago? Like, in my, in our parents' lifetime. Yeah, and, so it, and they're just happening. like, oh, yeah, we did that, but, like, we're good now. We don't do that stuff anymore. <laughs> it's like, bullshit your ass, dude. <laughs> bullshit your ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, to get on something, I guess, a little different, this is kind of goofier, but um, have you guys ever heard the new Coke theory? The new Coke. Oh, like, I, I think yeah. I know what you're so talking about. Yeah, so it was like, yeah. it was like, um, whenever new Coca-Cola came out. That was in they, the 80s, right? Uh, some Somewhere along those years, I guess. But it was like, oh, well, Coke definitely just like intentionally changed the recipe to make people mad. And then it would drive up sales for Coke because they would change it back or, or something. It was like they put, out, they put out new Coke, changed the recipe, and then had that out for like what a year maybe yeah, uh, and then once they brought back original coke or whatever like the yeah. sales for that just shot through the roof because yeah. people wanted it so bad mm-hmm. oh and i'm sure that's... it was like this it was it was still the same thing as new coke but it was like a placebo to be like oh well it's back to the same old same old or, I mean, or something that's just smart if anything that's just good marketing yeah and like business tactics yeah. there's a there's a documentary I think that I watched called like the Soda Wars or something, mm-hmm. something similar to that, where it's like the whole Pepsi versus Cola and and like Lay's versus Frito and that kind of shit. But yeah. if, I, if I I could be talking out my ass here, which I mean ninety percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. so. Listen, this is a, what do you expect on this podcast, <laughs> really? <laughs> but like, isn't isn't Pepsi and Cola owned by the same parent company, Pepsi Cola? No, Pepsi Cola is Pepsi. But, okay, so yeah. well, so I, but Frito Lay is one company though, right? Free, like Frito Lay is one company, but then they make it at, at the time they like the chip wars were like, who liked Fritos or Lay's more? Yeah, well, but Frito, it's like they're both the same company. Frito is owned by Pepsi. That's the parent company. That's like now their parent company is is Pepsi. They own them. I didn't realize that. I yeah. guess. Well, I mean, like, well, that's that's it, it. Wouldn't be hard to believe. I mean, they no. It's not like. They've done that. I mean, I'm sure they still may be doing that, but even not under the shrouds of marketing and everything, Mountain Dew has been doing that forever. Like, it's like, oh, here's all these different flavors. Like, buy which one you think is a favorite so we can keep it around longer. Mm-hmm. I guess, but I'm just more talking about, like, passing off... Company hierarchies? Is that no, no, more, more, more passing it off to the public as if these are two separate entities who are, right. who are competing, yeah. where, like, you're either team... Pepsi or Team Coke or Team right. Frito or Team Lay right. for the, Team Dr. Pepper all to, to drive up sales for one or the other Right. when they're both just owned by the same company, so it's profits mm-hmm. for them either way. 
I just think it's crazy because I don't I don't know about Pepsi, but I know for a fact <clears throat> that Coca Cola and Dr Pepper were sold as actual medicine, you know, like traveling street doctors or whatever back in the day. Yeah. Mm. Snake oil pills. Oh. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, th- I think on that same tangent though, it's like it's super weird to think like these, not five, but it's like a very small number of like mega corps own everything we consume on yeah, a daily I know what basis, you're about. which is so crazy. Do you think? Because obviously, if you eat enough processed foods and everything, like you have a higher risk of developing cancer, right? So, do you? What are you talking about? I'm just saying, like, we're talking about, like, cola and, like, process. Like, I'm turning that into processed foods. Like, obviously, if you eat enough processed foods, then you have a higher likelihood of developing some sort of cancer, right? Because of all those, like, preservatives and chemicals in it. So do you you think that, like, corporations are working? This is, like, the one I'm just making up or not. I don't know. There's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. But wouldn't it make sense... Because what, what, like ninety percent of all corporations are owned by like five or six parent corporations. Actually, since you mentioned that, I I guess this isn't for like every company. Maybe it is. I don't know. I guess it kind of looks like most consumer companies. I guess, but like I I had to look it up because I couldn't remember the exact number like you were talking about. But it's like it's this one. This specific article says the eleven consumer goods and food companies that control everything you buy, and it's. P&G, Coca-Cola, Unilever, not totally, Unilever, yeah. Unilever, PepsiCo, Kellogg's, Mars, General Mills, Mondelez, which I'm not super familiar with, but they own like, for example, uh, Oreos, Ritz, Triscuits, that kind of shit. Um, Johnson & Johnson, Kraft Heinz, Nestle are the 11. It's actually kind of a neat little image there. It's like a pie chart. Everything mm-hmm. owned by each one. Yeah. I've seen like branch charts mm-hmm. and, and shit like that. All things that are great for an audio format. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look up the percentage of companies in the world that are actually owned by like mega corporations. Like, in, like you know, like branch corporations, but it all leads back to like... Well, I think when it comes to like each market, you know, there's only a handful of corporations that own right. everything. Like, like if you want to talk like like media, mm-hmm. I think there's only like three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something there's super small. Yeah, like Disney, Viacom, CBS, and AT and T. I think uh, are it. Yeah, I don't know. But okay, yeah. But what I was saying is, it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna sound stupid, but all these conspiracy theories sound stupid. Like the. The more you eat processed foods, right, the more likely you are to develop some sort of cancer. Okay. Do you think that, like, these mega corporations are working with, like, the world government or whatever I'm sure to, to place those specific foods in, like, in people to get them to develop cancer, which then in turn well, I think helps out Big Pharma because they're secretly holding i don't even i'm just rambling it's no it will there that there is like a truth of like political figures being invested in companies and like that's a that's a very true thing you know what i mean like i mean you think about like if you're gonna talk big pharma like there was that show that just came out with michael keaton recently called the big or or dope sick yeah yeah about how like 
that whatever pharmaceutical company it was uh, invented Oxycontin mm-hmm. and went to, you know, they go to hospitals to get doctors to then push that drug because the doctors get kickbacks right. from prescribing that to people. Mm-hmm. And then people then become addicted to it. So they keep coming back for more prescriptions. The doctors keep getting more kickbacks. The pharmacy keeps making more money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it all loops in a really weird way that I'm sure... <laughs> Us with our tiny pea brains so, can't really understand. Okay, so since this is a conspiracy episode, do you think the cure for cancer exists? Yes, absolutely. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, why know. Why would they mass produce a, a cure for one of the most expensive treatment methods that they have? If they keep the cure and keep treating people with these absolutely ridiculously expensive treatments that don't really work... They'd get much more money out of that. And that leading back into the food thing, like if they're feeding people foods that give them cancer, and then they can just milk the treatment from that. Yeah, I mean... No, I, I think that there is truth to that. And I think a lot of, like, especially whenever it comes to, like, government and big companies, I think people are too, I don't know, not, like, naive, but they, like are trying to believe like the best of these things it's like well if there was a cure for cancer why would they why would they keep it from us because we're all all these people are dying and we're it's all like, in well, this together and it's like no we're not all in this together there's there's them and then there's us and that's so that's the long and short of it more than whatever food companies you're talking about being in bed with big pharma and like cancer treatments i'd be more curious about big tobacco and big pharma yeah, being no, in bed I'm, together. I'm, sh- I'm sure, yeah. As far as cancer treatments go. Because, like, the shit that big tobacco would do, like, to cover things up back in the, mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess, what would you say, like, maybe like the 70s, 80s, yeah, even? I'm sure. Honestly, probably closer to, like, the 90s. I'm, I'm more say, more I'm present sh- day than I would even yeah, I'm, think. I'm, gonna say, I, I'm sure it's all the way up until the 90s. Well, it's and now, too, like, it, this isn't even a conspiracy. This is real. Is like how many chemicals are in like cigarettes and like vapes and stuff now that are like they're it's more likely to get you addicted than just standard tobacco leaves or something like if you grew tobacco leaves in your backyard yeah and oh, like yeah. made cigarettes out of that it's like that would be less addictive than yeah one you'd buy from a store yeah exactly that makes total sense i mean it's evil yeah but it's yeah. good business yeah which i guess go hand in hand apparently yeah, exactly <laughs> I did see one where you know the whole Walt Disney's head frozen. Mm-hmm. That was on, that was on my list of yeah. things to mention. Yeah. The, the conspiracy theory is, is that Disney created the movie Frozen. <laughs> so when people looked up Walt Disney Frozen, it would take them to websites about the movie Frozen and mislead everyone from the fact that he's yeah. actually frozen himself. Well, c- yeah, because I, honestly, I feel like that's that theory was having like a resurgence at the time like well, Frozen came out. Right? I thought that that was fact. Like I thought that that was like hard fact that Walt Disney froze himself. Like oh, I, th- I thought th- I thought the rumor was that he was placed underneath the statue of himself in the park. Yeah, I thought that that was the part that people were like. Well, no, because no, I, I remember reading something about how he was supposed to be like placed on a robot body or something. <laughs> I feel like we've <laughs> talked about this. We absolutely have talked about this before. Have you seen the the Family Guy clip of them unfreezing Disney? No, <laughs> they're like it was some, Peter said something about the day that they were supposed to unfreeze Walt Disney, and they unfreeze him, and he opens it up, and he's like. 
are the Jews gone yet? <laughs> and he's like, no. And he's like, put me back in and just closes the door. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, do, do you guys know any of the like conspiracy theories surrounding like the Titanic? Um, I can, like, I could craft a conspiracy theory in my mind. I saw but one I that it wasn't specific. real. Sorry to interrupt you. I saw, so I saw one that it wasn't real, but aside from that. Um,. Well, I, there's a couple, but, like, how, how supposedly, like, a bunch of, like, important people are on that, and then they sunk it intentionally with not enough, like, lifeboats that they put on there intentionally and stuff like that. But the one I just read was apparently the the day or the night that um, the Titanic sunk, there was also, um, like, a solar flare storm that was happening, like, on the sun. Hmm. And it's it's it it was conspiracied that the solar flare messed up like the radar sensors and like everything on the Titanic, hmm. and then that's why they hit the iceberg is because their equipment wasn't working because of the solar flares. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, <laughs> that, that well, that's the sort of shit. Is like, I there are some theories that you're like, why even bother? making shit up about like sure it's fun i guess like in a in a way but it's like for the titanic we're never gonna fucking know like we know everything about the titanic now that we'll know forever i'm yeah i mean something could come out tomorrow and i'd look like a fucking asshat but (laughs) like you know what i mean like i just feel like it happened so long ago and we've done all the research we can to just like what else are you gonna say about it i saw this one um See, it. Hold on. This. Okay, you can go. Ahead. I, well, I said, before we get too far away from the Titanic, you you mentioned that, and it was something that had never occurred to me before. Is like, what sort of important historical figures died on the Titanic? Right. So I just started looking it up, and it's like if if we're to assume that there was some sort of weird like Illuminati thing where they're like, we've got sure. this handful of guys who just need to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Um, there was this guy, John Jacob Astor IV. He was a very rich German-American millionaire who made his fortune in real estate. Um, Benjamin Guggenheim. He was the heir to his family's mining business. Mm. Um, Isidore Strauss, German-born co-owner of the Macy's department store. Mm. So, like, yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, there was a very famous... Uh, Senior wireless operator, Thomas Andrews, the guy who engineered and oversaw the construction of the Titanic. So, you know, if they had needed to get rid of any sort of evidence that there was foul play. Right. Like that, that, guy would, that, guy. that guy would know yeah. about it. Yeah. And on this list, they include the band that played on. It's like, oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yes, those guys. <laughs> oh, the, the captain also died? No shit. Apparently, well, yeah. apparently there's an unknown child grave that, like, it's like the unknown soldier one, but it just, mm-hmm. like, signifies any of the children that were lost on the Titanic. Mm. Well, yeah, the captain went down with the ship, and the band, <laughs> the band is a bunch of legends for that, <laughs> because the band, instead of getting on lifeboats, the band... Is that a fact, though, or is that just movie No, that's a, that's a fact. Is it? Yeah, the band voluntarily, like, stayed on board, like, on the deck playing music to, like, help, like calm people down and led, like, led by bandmaster and violinist Wallace Hartley they sat on the freezing deck and played uplifting music to try to reassure passengers as they took on to lifeboats damn a bunch of legends they, they played musicians yeah holy shit 
But it says the last song that they ever played is disputed. It was either Nearer My God to Thee or a waltz called Autumn. Hmm. But either way, they all died. (laughs) 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 But uh, I I was laughing at the fact that on this list they include fictional Jack Dawson played by Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) (laughs) Poor fucking Leo died. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. So like, okay, well on in in the term of that, this I don't know if this is this is not the same time period. I don't think, uh, definitely not. But like um, Amelia Earhart, like I guess uh, speaking on things like we know as much as we're gonna know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Amelia Earhart, what new shit are we gonna know about her? You know what I mean? But I don't understand like the theories behind her because like people are like, oh well, she sabotaged or something. It's like who the, who would have. Sabotage her. Like, sure, she was, like, a, a woman making progress, so maybe in that time it was, like, holy fuck! You know what I mean? But, like... I, like the patriarchy took her down? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but I, I don't Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's what, a, what time period did that take place in? I, I don't know. But I want to say she was, like, in the... So this is, this is something, I don't know, semi-related about... There was a Rothschild that went missing... And they say he was eaten by like a cannibal tribe, or something crazy like that. Um, I gotta find it. So she, Amelia Earhart, went down in thirty nine, which, I mean, to say that maybe like if you're talking her being sabotaged or whatever, like she was an American or not? Was she American? Maybe she was British. I don't know. But either either way, she was an ally who was giving that side of the war hope by just like doing feats that no one else was doing mm-hmm. so like to say that maybe some axis spy sabotaged her plane i don't know mm-hmm. i could yeah. i could, i could believe that okay so so it was a rockefeller and he died in 61 at age 23 somewhere in new guinea um new guinea yeah whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't give a fuck <laughs> but uh yeah apparently it's like he like just disappeared and a lot of people were like oh well his uh raincoat was found in a spot that cannibals frequent on this island or something like totally by happenstance you know what i mean probably didn't get eaten by cannibals but so the mother of all conspiracy theories in my opinion uh jfk yes assassination yes We've, we've, I mean, we've heard them all. There was Grassy Knoll Shooter, uh, Inside Job, Oswald was the Patsy. But there's actually, a, like, one that's been gaining more, like, traction in recent years. They actually wrote a book on it. Um, Bonner Menninger wrote this book. It's called um, Mortal Error. And uh, I'm just going to read the title. Mortal Error. The shot that killed JFK, a ballistic expert's astonishing discovery of the fatal bullet that Oswald did not fire. So, like, you know how, like, they're like, oh, there's two shooters because, like, you can't get off, like, the hunting rifle you're using, mm-hmm. you can't get off two shots that fast. The conspiracy is is that Oswald, obviously, he missed his first shot. And the Secret Service agents that were around him were startled. Yeah. And I, one, one yeah, of the I Secret Service this. agents, like, was, like, like whipped around and accidentally discharges a rifle, and that's the shot that killed JFK. Was like it was like an accidental shot that his gun misfired because like obviously Secret Service didn't have his gun on safety, mm-hmm. 
And like, there's a whole book about that. And I think that's really interesting and probably the most believable. Cause I mean, even if, I mean, I'm sure they found out cause like they can trace, you know, Oh, your bullet only has this many. I mean, your gun only has this many bolts in it. Right. Kind of deal. And it would make more sense that they would just blame Oswald because mm-hmm. he's, he was already the active shooter than face the embarrassment of the secret service agent killing the president. Right. Yeah. You know, it yeah. makes total sense. Because they did that, um, they did that before in um, the Civil War. I can't remember who it was, but um, it was some, I think it was, I can't remember if it was North or South, but basically the general rolled it, like rode in on a horse in like an active battle and the troops got scared and the troops turned around and shot their own general and then they just they they didn't bury it but they were just like oh well those guys over there killed the general right. it wasn't us basically sort I don't of know. thing the only thing about JFK though is like looking at photos of like Lyndon B. Johnson after the fact and like just like he's grinning fucking ear to ear and like every photo you see him in he has just like this really disgusting smile and you see like uh, what is Kennedy's wife's name? I don't Jackie. remember. Jackie. And you see she's like broken down in tears with photos with him. And he's like a foot away from her like laughing, shooting the shit to somebody. And it's like, like, come, come on. Like your co, your coworker somewhere you like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you know your, what I mean? Your boss. Yeah, your, your boss. You know what I mean? And it's like, sure. Okay. If I worked at like Giant Eagle, would I be like you know, devastated if <laughs> I worked at a grocery store and somebody died. No, I wouldn't be devastated, perhaps, but, like, this is someone you've been campaigning with and, like, yeah. all, like you have history with Worked this person. Worked closely with yeah, at exactly. least for like, multiple years. Exactly. And it's like, you're just going to be shooting the shit after he's dead. And, like, people are capturing pictures of that. I don't know. Actually, have you guys ever heard of Track 61? No. It, this isn't one me to talk a whole lot about. I just think it's cool. In the 40s, there was a secret railway in Grand Central Station that would take FDR and other VIPs who were deemed special enough, like, in and out of certain buildings. They actually, um, we just watched The Batman recently. That's, like, his Batcave is, like, one of those special stations that is, like, <laughs> a subway that went underneath Wayne Tower that would, like... FDR was the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was, I thought that was kind of cool. But, um, okay, so the one big one I want to talk about is, have you guys ever heard of Harp? Oh, it sounds familiar. Harp with two A's. No. Yeah, I def- I've seen it before. I-, I couldn't tell you what it is. It's called the, it stands for the High, High Frequency Active Oral Research Program. Sounds sexy. Um, it was an ionospheric research facility in Alaska. But the scandal around it apparently is still one of the most widely contested government cover-ups to date. Um, theorists debate on, like, not only what the function is. Like, like basically, just no one knows what the fuck it does. Um, some people think it's a secret military weapon. Other people think that it, like, is used to trigger floods, change the weather, cause power outages in major cities and stuff like that. Well, it's not... It's, it's, just, not... it's just this giant grid of shit in Alaska that no one knows what the purpose of it is. Well, it's not conspiracy that we can control the weather. Like, that's proven. That's fact. We can manipulate the weather. I feel like I... What are you, like, just describing specifically? Well, 
uh, like we can make like huge ass rain clouds and stuff. Like there's like a cloud generator. I know it was on the on the news at some point using ions or whatever. It it was basically just like this huge ass humidifier that was just pumping out clouds on the ground that went up into the air and just turned into clouds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can look. I, I can look. I can look it up. I, like, I can't believe we even talked about weather manipulation yet on a conspiracy <laughs> episode. I mean, I don't think that we're anywhere near like cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> but but yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's possible. I think that like like you said, I, like it's essentially okay. Right. It's, it's not fiction. Like it's real. Right here, weather modification, also known as weather control, is an act of intentionally manipulating or altering the weather. The most common form of weather modification is cloud seeding, which I was just explaining, which increases rain or snow, usually for the purpose of increasing the local water supply. Weather modification can also have the global, uh, sorry, weather modification can also have the goal of preventing damaging weather, such as hail or hurricanes, from occurring. So it goes on, but like we can manipulate the weather for our benefit. Right. So the idea that this base is some giant weather manipulating government base, like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, no, well, it sounds absurd. Yeah, I don't think that's super far fetched. I guess. Yeah. If we have the ability to <laughs> weird to say that out loud, but like honestly, yeah, it, it seems that way. Yeah. There is like a theory of like black helicopters, which is basically just like the government overwatching people in helicopters and doing like spec ops stuff just in the States and whatever. I mean, I don't know the theories like totally, but once my dad had told me a story, he was driving down like this country road. He never said where, probably like central PA something. And he was just kind of, you know, driving down the road. It was midday. He looks over in the field to the left of him. Nothing looks over to the right. Nothing. Drives on for a little bit longer, looks over to the left again, and there's a helicopter like 10 feet from like this cornfield or whatever, and it's making no noise whatsoever. Really? And it, it just is flying like super fucking close to it, like here to here, you know what I mean? Like a football field away, basically. And I, who's to say if that's true or not? It could just be like a tall tale that dads say but you remember when we were younger oh i was just about to say that we we were chilling in our backyard and like a b12 bomber just fucking it was like an like an actual i think it was like an actual ac-130 like like in like see in the middle of like i don't know if it was an ac-130 but like a huge ass military plane like four engines Mm -hmm. um two on each side we were just chilling playing in the backyard and like this thing was low it was like it was like a strafing run Yeah. yeah it was like super low like big enough to where like if you watched it it would like go over your head and like it it couldn't have been more than a half a mile up like it was just super low super loud and there was two of them Mm -hmm. the one scared the shit out of us it came flying over over the horizon and the engine was smoking one of the engines was smoking black smoke and then like 10 seconds later another one came over and like followed it over the horizon. That's wild. And like, That's we're, super we're, crazy. We were nowhere near where any shit like that should be going down. Yeah, right? it, it was nuts. I, I was probably like what, like eight or nine. We were young. Yeah, no, that I happened. remember that very vividly. It was insane. And like the only airport in or around Corey, well, I, except the Erie Airport, but the one in Corey is like small planes, right? Like personal planes, like biplanes. Yeah. 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 No, that's crazy too because like. Uh, uh, and there was nothing on the news about it. 
There, yeah, no. there are some points, like, and it happens a lot in the summer. You'll see, like, you'll look out my window. I can, like, see, like, military dual rotor helicopters, like, often, like, around my house. Do you remember? Just no, no idea why they're there. <laughs> Do but... you remember the story our dad was telling us when he was a kid? So he lived in, like, he lived in the same exact road. Like, he, like his, our grandparents' house was, like, a house over. Mm-hmm maybe a football field walk away and he was telling us the story where when he was a kid there was this like beam of light that like stretched throughout the entire town like it was just a solid beam of light like ground like like ground level like waist level that like was just there from the hill that 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 house is on you can see out across into the whole town mm-hmm. like you can see that the airport light at night from okay. from that house but yeah so it, he was he was saying that there was just like this beam of light that stretched from in town all the way through his yard and back into the woods and it was just like there for an entire day and then it was gone and no one said anything about it that's freaky Jesus. that's super wild this one i i wasn't i wasn't gonna mention it but i just reread it and i feel like it's worth mentioning because i've never heard of it and it's super fucked up um have you ever heard of teapot dome no. <laughs> in the 1920s, I don't know why it wasn't named this, but the Teapot Dome scandal was a, like rocked America because the Secretary of the Interior was released had been leasing Navy petroleum reserves at super low rates without competitive bidding. So, like basically, he was selling oil to rich businessmen on like a black market. Yeah, for super cheap. Yeah, that's wild. He went to prison for accepting bribes, but no one was ever convicted for paying those bribes. <laughs> Wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, another story. Um, it, I, the black helicopters you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Actually, something very similar happened to me. It was me, Chandler, and Sage, and we were we were hanging out at uh, Sage's house. This is like when we were still in high school. And we were just chilling in his like driveway at like night, just like hanging out. And I think we were hitting golf balls into like the cornfield mm-hmm. behind his house. And we were just sitting there, and we look up, and like in the cornfield where we were hitting the golf balls, there was just like this big ass hovering thing, and it had like lights on it, and like you could see it was like moving. It looked like a drone, mm-hmm. but it, like it looked like a like not like a one you could buy. Like it was a big drone, Huge, probably, yeah. yeah, probably like the length of this room. But it was hovering there for like maybe 10, 15 minutes, moving in omnidirectional movements, mm-hmm. and it was making no noise whatsoever. It's wild. And then eventually, it just kind of flew off. Like it was low enough. Like it was maybe like hundred hundred yards into mm-hmm. the sky, like pretty low, and it was making absolutely no noise. Yeah. No, dude, I definitely believe that they have the capability to be, like, totally silent if need be. Well, like, I don't know. I don't think that stuff is, like, military technology especially. I don't think any, like, theories about that is, like, Off the table. Yeah, exactly. Have I ever told you my UFO story? I don't think so. When I was younger, I don't, I couldn't tell you exactly how old, but I woke up in the middle of the night because there was, um like an oscillating bright light coming through my blinds in my room. And like my, my childhood bedroom has, um, like you're picturing a, s- a square room, 
two of the two ad- ad- conjoining walls have windows on them. Mm-hmm. So like I woke up because like a flash, uh, it, it felt like it was flashing, but like a bright light kept like coming through the blinds. That's what woke me up. So I got up and I go towards the window that's facing our road. And we live in the middle of nowhere. I open up the blinds and out over the field across the across the road from our house was a fucking UFO floating above the field and like spinning. And there was like different multiple lights on it that were flashing. Like that's why it seemed like it was a flashing light is because it was like rotating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I fucking stared at it for a good 30 seconds with my jaw down thinking I was about to die <laughs> until it slowly started like moving, um, not up, but just like in a, in a, in a, in a manner as if it were like on an axis, like it wasn't moving from that, uh, that plane, that, that yeah. Y plane. Yeah. It like did that for a, for a while and moved up what would have essentially been like a hill, but it didn't gain any altitude mm-hmm. and then just like kind of stopped and just like took off into the sky. Crazy. I wouldn't believe it if I, if anyone had told me that story, like if someone was telling me that story, I wouldn't believe it. Right. But I saw it myself. So yeah. like I, uh. <laughs> no, just sitting here talking about this, having those three stories happen at our house, UFO sighting by you, um, the military planes. The military planes going like way below fucking flight level over our heads, and Dad's weird light beam story all happening. And in, the like, helicopter story, or the end the your story from Sage's house. Yeah, do you think Corey is just like some fucking Riverdale type <laughs> Stranger Things Stranger Things town? Why does that have an airport? Huh? Why does Corey have an airport? Well, for I mean, even if I. Give me one reason, like realistically. I couldn't. Exactly. Erie is thirty minutes away, and they have a like legitimate major. It's not a major. Air... It's not a major airport. It's on top of a. It's on top of a small hill, that can only, like you can't, you can't launch a fucking. Uh, no, I'm talking the Erie Airport. Like the Cory Airport is thirty minutes away from a legitimate airport. Where like national travel comes through, it's so, like, what is the point of there being a Cory Airport besides some secret conspiracy bullshit that we don't know about? Yeah. And honestly, the way you get to the the Cory Airport is sus. You go up like this, sh- like you go up this like a hill, and then like you kind of go into like this shitty other hill, and then like all the airport security is literally just a chain link fence. Yeah. Like, I- that town is reeking of Stranger Things nonsense happening in it. It is, isn't it? It really is. What were those fucking fighter... Like, wh- I, I want to know what kind also, of plane it is. Also, how many times can you recall from your childhood where you'd be walking through town and then gigantic military vehicles would just roll through Main Street for no reason? Holy shit. Tell me I'm lying. Like, that happened all the time. <laughs> alright we gotta get our fucking magnifying glasses <laughs> go back to Corey the realization on your face <laughs> dude like I just never that's so fucking weird there was a lot of weird stuff that happened in that town when we were kids just like shit that we like didn't pay attention to just for like some brushed reason. off yeah it's just like oh that was weird but like I feel as a kid it's easy to be oblivious to that sort of stuff but my question is is what could have caused a major military aircraft to have a 
burning black smoke engine in court. See, I don't remember that specific detail. No, it was it was the first one came over and it was trailing black smoke out of one of the engines. Hmm. Yeah, that is super weird. And like, so they don't anymore. But at the time, our parents had a hot tub on their back deck, so we would spend quite a few nights just like sitting out there staring up at the stars. And like, we did see quite a few like shooting stars and weird objects moving through the sky where we're like if that wasn't a satellite it was some sort of spacecraft there like were, it wasn't a plane there was one time um it's when i was a little older i was probably like 12 or 13 at this point but it was one of those like really clear nights and it was like me i know sage was there it was me sage and like a couple other people and we were just like tired from jumping on the trampoline so we just all like laid back on the trampoline like looking up at like the clear ass sky and we like we were watching shooting stars because like there was a bunch of shooting stars that night, and the one it it like it came in like a shooting star would, but then it stopped like dead in its tracks, and it was three three circles in like a pyramid formation connected to each other, and like so it wasn't like a star it was like it was some kind of something, and it like it came in and it just it went zoop. And it stopped for like two or three seconds, and it just back out. Crazy. That's. Super, I wish I had more UFO shit, but like, it's like, I have one story, and it's pretty lame. <laughs> and I remember, like, because we we were all sitting there, and like we all saw that happen, and then all of us just collectively were just like, "Whoa, what the fuck was that?" Like freaking out, and then we went inside because we were scared. <laughs> this could just be like revisionist memory on my part, but I feel like. The UFO that I saw had three lights on the dome. So, like, as it was rotating, there was only three exterior lights on the circle. No, it's even weirder. What? Corey was supposed to be a big town. Remember that? The railroad tracks coming in? It was. It was like a railroad hub. And it was just... a railroad hub, and they built... That's why we have that big-ass fancy bank. Or, no, big-ass fancy post office next to the railroad tracks, because it was supposed to be, like, a central hub. And then, all of a sudden, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, man. Weird. Weird happenings in Corey, PA. Thanks for tuning in to Class Dax Radio. If you weren't totally disgusted by the things that you've just heard, you can give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us. You can also follow our Twitter at Radio. If you want to listen to me and Zane's podcast, Mostly Nerdy Nonsense, where we talk about mostly nerdy nonsense, you can follow us at Nonsense Nerds on Twitter or listen to us wherever you're listening to us now. Hopefully we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.